What an entrance. <laughs> what an entrance. There's anybody I could discuss coffee and make arbiter sounds with. It's Steve Dubrow. Hello. Let's go. Cheers. Man. Podcast. I'll put it in the, the I'll put it in, in some way at the end of the podcast, just your arbiter noise. Oh, that, it is recorded. Oh, okay, okay. That'd be funny. Man. Nice little Easter egg at the end, you know, if you make it all the way through. It's, mm. Is it safe to say Halo's been in our life the whole life so far? Yeah. Halo. Because when I was like I remember I don't know when when it exactly was for you, but every like when you grow up, when you're a kid, there's like an age you kind of become conscious. You're just you start actually taking down like you're remembering stuff. You're like, what the fuck is actually going on here? I don't know for you. It, it happened for me around three. That's when you became like sentient, you know? You yeah, remember I feel everything. like, like I remember sentient, because conscious. I was in preschool and I was like, you know, it was. Me too. I think when I was in preschool, I was like, "What?" The I was fuck like, "Well, this? no, this is crazy." I remember, like, yeah, you're starting to take track of everything, take stock, start running around on the on the on the ground, and then, uh, I remember I went over to a cousin's house, two different cousins' houses. They had Halo, friend's house. They had Halo. It was always Master Chief. It was always Xbox and Halo, and just from going up. And then so when we met each other in school, we uh always just like. Master Chief, bro. Halo, bro. Halo, Halo 2. And, and it's like crazy, bro, growing up as a gamer. Because honestly, growing up as like someone who's deep into it, you just like all have like the same like, bro, bro, when's it coming out? Dude, I'm trying to find this info. Dude, dude, dude. Let's get on. Let's get on. Let's get on. Let's play. Let's play. Man, this one sucks, bro. I hate it's this Halo. It's an obsessive hobby, bro. I th- it's gaming in general, bro. Just gaming in general. It's for young men bro it's such an obsessive hobby because it's like it's like a performance so you go on there with your ego it's like, you're like come straight. on and when you do bad they're like come on dude we can't, we can't even i laugh because bro you just look up modern warfare 2 rage comms look up any rage comms from any game bro you will hear the worst vitriol especially pc gaming dude you hear the worst <laughs> toxic vile language spit on there and it's funny. It's funny. It. After a while, you get thick skin, right? Yeah, you it's get thick skin. Yeah, you're like and- something about that helps because for the sake of whatever, if you do content or if you talk to people on the daily and you start cracking jokes, man, you want to, you know, be funnier, make jokes, make a funnier joke about about stuff that everybody's thinking about. Uh, the airplane food. <laughs> Am I right? You know, to an extent. You know, to an extent <laughs> of of. The way PC gamers talk about stuff, literally, man. Like, if you go in trouble in Terrace Town and Gmon. Oh, I love Gmon. I love the community. You can't even go on there and, like, try to mess with them. They'll be like, the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Yeah, dude, <laughs> you're so quick. He, he's Terrace. He's T. He's T. He just... You get... <laughs> Great time. I want to... What's an old game that you haven't hopped on, like, and played in a while? Like, one of those old ones. Like, you're talking about, like, Halo. For me, it definitely have to be... I've been mentioning a long time Team Fortress 2. That was one of the first PC games I played, and I couldn't even run it correctly on my laptop. But still a fun time. And <clears throat> I know apparently there's a, like a bot problem going on with that game, but man, it would be fun to hop on and play. Yeah, I'd be down. Bring back TF2 2022. It's not dead. It's not, man. I'm, you know, I don't even care if there's bots. I'll go on there and treat them like humans. You know Man, we saying? tried playing Gears Five the other day. We couldn't find a match. We had three people in a party. We couldn't find a. We couldn't you, find a single match. And we waited for like five minutes. Are you, is this? Was I there or was this? It uh, was you. You were there. Okay, that time it was yeah. that time. So the ha- what happened then was, 
listen man i think we were on at like one or two in the morning we no, decided on man. it too. i think it did happen yeah honestly bro because with with these game with the way gaming is now it's just like so niche like it's just so so many people on so many different games it's crazy because the mma gaming community like i've been on there for two years now it's crazy because it's just like the mma community in real life <coughs> everybody's just like bleed. so passionate oh uh, huh i was gonna say like, what just like just bleed basically <laughs> just bleed guy bro everybody's just crazy passionate some people are just crazy they just get mad at you if you lose on the game they're like love to see knockouts they you know it's it's insane and instead of having favorite fighters they have your favorite ufc streamers ufc streams it's crazy and there's this whole niche for that and then everybody by default loves mma also so you could literally like have these crazy conversations with so many people from around the world and Can that's been the most fun part for me is just this community that grows on like discord and stuff all those guys are just centered on one topic too you know centered on one topic the last time when i did the fight reaction so it's crazy the latest fight reactions i did was on i just recorded myself from tiktok with the face cam thousands of viewers really it was crazy because the abu dhabi ones the one with charles yeah i did it just off tiktok with my face cam thousands just for the fight reaction so that's a different way to do it now and it's so many people at once talking about one topic it's insane and it's just like the community build is really cool people like go to each other and talk to each other on there to help each other and that's kind of how i put it you know because again back to the thick skin thing with video games a lot of people on the MMA gaming community get really egotistical. I feel like a lot of them don't train, so you don't get humbled. And so when you're losing in the game, you, you feel like the need to like get a one up no matter what. And even if it's talking shit to somebody, which is like, bro, it's a video game. And low. <laughs> it's and super easy to do, though. You it know? is soup, dude. It's just like first instinct for anybody. And for, for sure, for the demographic that plays a game. I know there's a lot of t- kids, a lot of teenagers on the game. So it's tough, you know. And if you don't train, but that's what I'm saying. Like the thick skin thing. It helps to have the mental side and be get used to the shit talk. I used to the, like the PC end is will get you most used to it. The like, UFC will get you hella used to it. That gaming community. And you just got to turn it around and just be funny. And you just got to turn around and just not give a shit and just and make it entertaining. If you're on the content side to watch and that's just what's been going on with every game. I've been experiencing it with that, with, with um, UFC just that niche and that community sense but every game is doing that now and um i mean for us it just started we were playing it but it's just been crazy to grow up and see how much of an industry it is now isn't that like it just kind of blew into something different turns a whole different animal man what what was the first like first content creators you used to watch back in the day Oh, you know me, the fucking Creatures Hub, you know, like oh, Axe or Nova, all dude. those dudes, you know. Uh, <clears throat> they really got into their life, too. Like, they used to have all these channels where they post about, like, their, like... Their personal stuff, like them vlogging and then yeah. like, yeah, them doing their, like, their own skits and stuff. Um, definitely Machinima. Like, you remember Machinima as a whole? Mm. Like, Machinima, Machinima Respawn, Sea yeah. bu- uh, Nanners, mm-hmm. a bunch of those people. Um, who's the one other... I can't remember his name. He has the podcast now. He he was friends with uh, FPS Russia. Remember, Gilly used to love him. Remember, oh, uh, Woody, Woody's Woody's gamer tag. Woody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Woody's gamer tag. Um, oh, that's hell of. Is it painkiller already? <laughs> yeah, painkiller PK. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. And, I um, remember 
the first kind of crossover I saw back in the that's dope. I remember the the creatures hub. You used to be like really into those guys. That's hella funny. And then when they tragically fell apart, because you know it's crazy how I mean I'm sure that happens in other YouTuber circles but like you, that big like a big like, they get big with each other and then they have these big personalities and then stuff starts going on hey you can't do this yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna do it yeah egos clash and then they break apart man it's crazy and you take that up and down journey with them. drama bro it's crazy it's crazy because that that was like for me i saw a lot of people experience that for those early days for me i saw a lot of machinima as well you know me i was into uh um what are those guys? Um, rooster Teeth. Yeah, you know Roos- yeah. How can I not mention Rooster Teeth? Rooster yeah, Teeth. Those rooster guys teeth were like their own thing. And they were in Austin, Texas or wherever in Texas before Fucking everybody. Red versus Blue. Red versus Blue was the first major one that took off. And I remember they started doing real Netflix. CGI. That shit's on Netflix? Yeah, I saw it the other day. I remember. I was like, what the fuck? They really like broke ground when it came to like, like content creation as a profession because you see i was like looking at them we were all looking at them gilly and brandon and all them got caught the wave early as soon as they could and then you know it's like that inspiration that creates waves after but nowadays it's so common now and you're starting to see it and it's amazing to see because of how like those original people did and it's it's crazy because at that time again niche community they were getting so big and having so much like at their hands and so many so much fans so much interaction going on and unprecedented celeb- celebrity and it's just there was not so so much to go around so it's like these people were having a, t- a tough time to deal with it and egos clashed a lot um white boys, uh, forgot to mention white boy seven street too white boy seven street <clears throat> man white boy seven street man i think he's still di- all they're these still people are still, still doing they're still making content still making great content yeah. i'm just saying like these are the people that influenced i know waves and waves like all these tiktok people now everybody that's here uh on tiktok or twitch or wherever it's just youtube wherever it's crazy because you can see where the influence comes from, from yeah and um it's wild man it's wild but like doesn't that make you think about like the advancement of things advancement of gaming and all that like how how long until vr uh streaming is the norm like I it's mean, weird to not be in the U- vr and metaverse to stream you know that's how my brother is right now he doesn't really play video games but he does have his vr headset so he's like you know he's like man you still play normal video games like you know he's like you don't play with the vr i was like what do you mean? Uh, like, I was like, you know, it does have its advantages, but it also has disadvantages, you know? For sure. Because the games aren't as, like... They're not there yeah, yet. Yeah. I mean, well, at least not with the, like, five $300 ones, you know? Mm-hmm. Some of the games are okay. They're pretty cool, but they're not as in-depth as you'd want them to be, you know? Especially if you can spend, like, 40 bucks. Some of them are really good. Some of them are like, okay, it's worth it, but, you know, I want to get one of I know of you really ones. like the boxing one, right? Because you can work out. It's literally just... <laughs> And I'm supposed to throw hard, but no one listens. Yeah, no one listens. You don't listen for sure. I remember you don't listen. When you throw full force, if you train, like you gotta, you know, you gotta hit something or else the force is just on your shoulder. Andy was in there with me, my girlfriend, uh, and we were just fucking like I was. She was working on the treadmill. I was just doing that for my car. Excuse me, excuse me, Jesus! I came out of nowhere. My bad. Sounded gross. All right, better than like you know some. You, we've seen podcast people just like. <laughs> in the oh my god! <laughs> what were you saying though? Uh, <laughs> she was uh, working on the treadmill, and 
I'm boxing, you know, and I didn't stretch or anything, so I'm over here throwing fucking, I'm fighting the, some tall ass dude in this one, and I'm doing it on like the third hardest difficulty, so it's like pretty realistic, and I throw a fucking right hook or overhand right hella hard, and all of a sudden I go back, and like my fucking ribs like stabbing me, it feels like my ribs stabbing me, like just, I was like, ah, ah, uh. and I go down the ground, I was like, what happened, what happened, I was like, Ugh. I had to lay down on my bench that I have in my garage, I was just like, for like fucking 10 minutes and i was like oh my god i feel like i'm gonna die damn horrible yeah. horrible but you must have pulled the, like a, a rib muscle what happened to my brother too he told me the same thing happened to him he's like i felt like you want to go to the hospital huh because <laughs> and he's like i'll take you to the hospital if i game. need you so i need i'll take you to the hospital if you need to i was like no playing no. the boxing game that's crazy how immersive it is i'd rather get like the one championship things it's like the striking game where it's like ding ding and you just but again, I know you're like, you can't throw bombs can't on throw that. bombs, so you gotta get a heavy bag. I want a grappling dummy hella bad. I really hope what one day like there's like a, an interactive game where you have a dummy that comes up in rendering, and it's just a dude. And you just... It's called, yeah, it's called, day, it's called Day One White Belts. Hella funny. Okay. Hella funny. The, day, the, the, the free class trial guy. Hey man, thanks for the hard roll. I'm sorry. Hey, how so long you been training? That's so mean. First I'm day. sorry. I don't mean it. No, it, no, it's a meme, bro. Yeah, it's a meme. I mean, There's a lot of memes in BJJ. It's crazy because that world evolves too. That world has evolved exponentially, like the gaming world. Um, Muay Thai too, man. I know you're still into Muay Thai, bro. What, what, what do you think fight? of those talks? <clears throat> those talks of uh, Sanchai versus Buakau and, and Bare Knuckle? I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. They shouldn't be fighting each other at this age, man. It's too late. <sighs> Why? That's like the ultimate showcase of Muay Thai. They need to make that a Muay Thai fight, no? Yeah, it is going to be a Muay Thai fight, but it's going to be Bare Knuckle. But just Bare Knuckle. Oh, my God gosh so they're probably gonna do it in thailand because bare knuckle has a division in thailand they do yes they have like an all bare knuckle thailand the last card they had you know what stole the show was uh that thai emery girl she like took her tits out at the crowd after she knocked the girl out <laughs> you're lying no bro that <laughs> happened there was all over the place when i never heard of this, this how long was ago a was couple this? months ago and there was a lot of fights on that card uh in thailand that was their debut in thailand but that kind of was <laughs> that was like the main, was the main like, thing that people like saw. So she won. She knocked somebody out. She not landed a nasty left hook and knocked this girl and, out. And, and then to celebrate, that. she <laughs> she blew up on social media. It worked. It, it worked. Like, basically, yeah. it worked, right? But um, what's they name? were in Thailand, and so basically, <laughs> you hear me? I'm like, what's her name? <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. For for the people that for rewind, you're gonna re you're gonna be the first rewind. Hey, when, when are you going to put it out? <laughs> is it out? Is it out? Is, is it, it out? out? You were like that for the last time, and I apologize, because I know you've been asking for a while to do a pun of the podcast. My audio was messed up. My audio was messed up. I know, man. And it happens. Don't worry, man. It's all good. And now we're here. Um, you know, Talking back, back to the Thailand thing, though. Um, <laughs> do you think there's going to be more crossover promotion With, fights yeah like i hope so i hope because you see well, well it's not so just divided. happening there do you see bellator and ryzen are gonna do like a crossover event i thought they already did one they're respect. doing another one they're doing another one and patrice uh, pitbull put out somebody just dude yeah no they had a good showing in ryzen man good, good. uh and then Horig oh, dude i think horaguchi's fighting somebody i think horaguchi lost last time yeah he bro. did I thought, and then he got put out i thought that's what happened was it pitbull 
bro or whoever it was think my let me look that up bro <clears throat> let me see because that was crazy right and that they're willing to like put on for the biggest show the cross promotions the best fighters in the saying, world you know? know why is there so much division well the division's caused by marketing the marketing mainly comes from the big players in the u.s the ufc and albeit they have one of the biggest rosters around the world they have the best heavyweight division mm-hmm. um you know um there's a lot of there's a lot of stacked fighters like in terms of like world level talent you have a lot of pipeline of people wanting to get there because of the social media and marketing exposure it gets you Pure to end leaving though so <laughs> so let's talk about that man I okay. So starting from the Piotr Jan fight, or just from the main event and uh, down. Well, we could start with the Piotr Jan fight okay. because I think that you know we're almost a week removed from it now. Um, watching the fight. You you go first. The voice of reason goes first. Voice of reason. Watching the fight, I noticed two things. I noticed, hey, Sean O'Malley's fucking landing on Piotr Jan. Of all the people in the world. I know, Steve. I know. you. Lo- I know. But you can say that you're coming and do this. With, you wanted Jan to win. I know I'm not supposed to have favorites anymore. <laughs> but I wanted Jan to win just because, dude. Like, I don't know. I, and that's okay. I was, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he didn't land on him. He was landing on him. He was countering him, hitting okay. him pretty good. Like, nope. it was some really good shots. But... The takedowns, man. It doesn't matter if you got him. You got him. everyone That's has scored. Thing I noticed. I noticed two things in the fight. I noticed Sean O'Malley's landing on this guy, so obviously now we know he's a world level contender. But you can hang the, with the best. He can hang with the best. It's impressive. Now though, you have Piotr's takedowns. You have his counters. You have him. You know, still landing a lot of body and low kicks. He he worked the body a lot. What the judges I think looked at was what happened with what they did what happened with piotr's takedowns in every takedown sean o'malley gets up he wasn't able to hold him down because cheeto hold him held him down and tko'd him after the leg thing i think he learned his lesson he trained the ground a lot he more. trained probably a lot more and i'm piotr was wrestling a lot it surprised me but Early. i was like it's a good game plan it's a good game plan to, sh- to close the distance with o'malley we didn't know at that till that point how good his ground game was he proved it to be he can get up and he can like he's relaxed in the perfect moments. He gets, he presses in the right moments, and his wrestling knowledge is obviously better now. Piotr took him down successfully a lot, so that I thought scored. I thought he won at least one of the rounds because of it. It was a split decision, so I mean, uh, I thought it could have went either way. And I just think the niece weighed the judges, like the seeing the blood. I thought because I was like, what are the judges looking for? I said I was if they're looking for control. I think Young controlled the fight a lot. Like not it was O'Malley ground, trying to get free. Either, it was right? o- no, man. He even the too. first round was spent a lot of time pressing O'Malley in the corner, like really trying to put pressure on him. And I don't think things got crazy until the second, second round. Second and third round, dude. Those were I mean, we could rewatch it. Do you want to rewatch <clears> it? I'm down. I was gonna ask. I'm like, have you rewatched it yet? Well, let's rewatch the fight. And now we're gonna do this. Um, Off to this. Oh, you. Well, that's my neighbor's hella sensitive car alarm. Like a big engine drives Jesus. by, goes off, and that's the funny thing, man. It's just hella funny how, you know, some cars you gotta you could break a window and it won't go off. Some cars are very fucking like like uh, an engine will drive by and yeah. it just, a firework will go off right next to it. 
and nothing will happen. And that car, a truck went by. They're used to it. They have the keys on hand. They're just... just We're going to go to an unnamed... What do you mean? I paid paid for the UFC fight pass. I have all my fights. Yes. ESPN Plus, I mean. Whatever it is. I really bought that pay-per-view, man. I really sent in for it because I was like, bro... What do you mean? You buy all of them. I do buy all of them. What do you mean? Oh, no. What? It looks like there's nothing here. Why? Why? You said why. Go ahead. Well, here's what we do. Is that Sean O'Malley? <laughs> that is Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean. Um, okay, well, while we're looking for that, um, I feel like TJ should not have come in for the fight against Aljamain, knowing that his shoulder was compromised. He has too much of an ego for that. You think I, so? Yeah, man, because then you make yourself look bad. Because as soon as you get taken down, you get injured, your shoulder pops out. That's the you rational. Start taking, you yeah. start taking shots that so you probably shouldn't be taking uh, at that age, like unnecessary damage, too. You can see it's taking the shots, ground and pound. And he's too old, man. And now look what's going to happen now. Because if he hadn't taken that fight, would have just waited it out. They probably would have given him uh, another fight, you know. He is out for a year now with the shoulder injury. His rehab, that shit's no joke. My brother went through that same thing. The wear and tear is piling up for TJ for sure. It's undeniable. And it's crazy because he's only 33. For a lot of people, they be, would be coming into their prime. He's been a combat sports athlete his entire life. And the wear and tear catches on early. That's what's crazy about the younger fighters. You have to account for that when they hit their 30s. And... It's crazy because, I mean, I, I really took in to try to take in the benefit of the doubt of TJ's mindset of, fuck that. This is my last chance. I'm not going to get another title fight in the UFC. And to be great, you got to be a fucking champ and soldier through. And if I tell them I'm not going to be able to fight, the, move, the division's going to move on without me, without even trying. He'd so be Sanhagen. He'd be a top that's contender. That's what I understand. Dude, yeah, that's fine. But he this to him, this is his last championship fight. It doesn't matter if he tells them he's hurt or whatever. It's his, if he does if he tells them that, they're not gonna give him another fight. I think they his TJ. Oh, in his head. You're, in his head, okay, like, okay, okay. you know, going into it, he's like, if I landed with the right hand, bro, I could win. And then I won with when the he popped it shoulder. in. When he popped it in, I was like, oh, he's okay. And it came right back out. I was like, dude, oh, it was that's... so tough to watch. That part of me understands. That part of me, like that, we were watching him with his shoulder down, compromised. I was like. I was like, bro, that is scary. I was man. waiting for the ref to stop it. I thought they stop it when something like that happens. I think the commissions are going to really review that. I feel like that also. It's like, just wait, like, what do you do? Tell them to lift their shoulder? Long. I guess, right? Yeah, because they didn't even do nothing. You just waited for. Remember with fucking uh, Dwayne Ludwig? He just popped it back into place hella quick. <sighs> yeah. He did some Ooh. movement hella quick and he said. It's really tough. It's really tough because I understand TJ's mindset. But, you know, yeah, Aljo got the job done, man. His ground game is crazy. I just want to see him versus, like, what was his fight before? Uh, so he beat Jan in the thing. You know, Has man, he fought Sanhagen? He choked him out on the way to the belt. It's really crazy how good his ground game is, man. I will say that. He trains with Henzo Gracie right team. Sip my tea right there really quick. I said, he, dude. And Corey understands that. Corey's becoming better because of it. And I understand, I, I, I'm sure he's on the mats a lot these days because he could have won that TJ fight 
just he fucking threw a triangle up bro he was close but it's just the fact that tj initiated the grappling more that's what those judges looked at that's how he won the fight well that was a controversial win too a lot of people thought sanhagen won that fight Mm -hmm. because he did hit tj with some crazy he hit him with a flying knee or something he hit him with something crazy too standing yeah yeah no that fight was crazy too that fight was a good performance for both of those guys that's why everyone was like hey man tj is a title contender but then he hurt his knee thing was is he, he was coming off another injury after that fight now so it's really tough for those like veterans because these killer these killers are getting younger and younger bro man it's crazy um and uh back to the Piotr Jan thing because he feels that the UFC hasn't been giving him those nods giving him his benefit of the doubt when he's working leave. hard he's pro- he might leave he, he might go to. go to one or somewhere like imagine that right, imagine if he goes you're to in thailand you're living in thailand and now you I get to go like to one, go to hop skip and a jump over to yeah, to singapore or wherever they have the fights and now where he goes to bellator goes to bellator really wrecks like oh but you know who he'd run into in bellator the only man magomed magomedov I'm back, Magomed. Oh, he always have to get revenge. Damn. He already got revenge. Remember we watched the rematch. Remember, yeah. It's funny because so Piotr Jan and Magomed Magomedov had two fights, and the first fight Magomed beat him. I think he that was it a was a decision, decision right? Decision yeah. off wrestling because Magomed was just all just yeah. That guy's a beast of a wrestler. Uh-huh. And then in the next fight, Piotr decision just decision really decisive yeah. striking. He sprawled on everything, every damn takedown. There was a couple. We of were looking, we were like, "How's Magomed?" And we mistakenly watched, we watched the, the second, second fight. fight, thinking that was our first fight. <laughs> we're like, "How the fuck did Magomed win this?" So we watched <laughs> it all the way through, and, and then we said, Piotr, what, huh? what? We're like, "Well, what happened?" We looked it up. We're like, "Oh, they had two fights." That's hell of funny. Oh. We watched the second one, and then we watched the first one. And we're like, ah. That's probably the most fun part of MMA is you go on like a random tangent of like Wikipedia records, and just like, hey, this fight fucking happened. Let's go watch this. And a lot of times they're on TV, or a lot of times they're recorded. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes you gotta go into YouTube dig. But one time I found the YouTube dig, bro. Somebody else found the YouTube dig too. There was the dude. Vicente Luque versus Tiago Majeta Santos. Guess who won? Tiago. No, Steve. Vicente put him out, Steve. Vicente, young Vicente was such an absolute killer. That's why it was so crazy to everybody to see Jeff Neal come up and say, how recent was that? That was like a month and a half ago. It was recent. He was like, it was on one of these cards, like co-main event. And I was like, bro, dude, this was That that fight wasn't marketed enough. Definitely not. That should have been on this last that. card. I thought it was years ago. <laughs> That's how messed up in the head I was from that. Like, how out of the loo I am. I thought that was years ago. What, Jeff Neal and Luke? Yeah. It was literally recently. No, it just happened, bro. Yeah, bro. That's the first time Luke's went it's down two like fan that. favorites. Or at least two people. I was like, oh, they're good. They're oh, they're dude. Good. But that was the only way I saw it finishing, bro. I was like, one of these guys is going to go down. It ended up being Luke. Well, Jeff Neal said he didn't feel his best in his last couple fights. What do you mean, like? Like, he just had tough, like, it was tough, and then, like, I don't know. He just didn't look himself. I don't know if he owned, if he's talked about it or not, but he just didn't look himself from what a lot of people saw, and in his Luke fight, he just came back with the vengeance. Like, he looked in prime Like, when he shape. put out Perry? Yeah, like, that version, bro. That version. Yeah, Mike Perry is still winning fights, dude. Yeah, but then, like, he beat that Russian dude? What's that Russian dude? 
I mean, gonna f- oh, he, that's not Mike Perry. That's Julian Lane, right? The no, boxing fight? no, they, I thought oh. he got in a fight with the Russian dude, like in the. Oh wait, the press conference oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the funniest one, dude. Mike Perry. So Mike Perry's a character, right? To everybody, <laughs> he's just going around the world. He's fighting in bare knuckle. He's on social media, and one day, so pre pre lead up to this, what blew up on Instagram and on everywhere on combat sports social media were these russian press conference fights like these were like jerry springer like type press conferences like the, li- the cameras the lighting the, everything looked like it was just all for it was the, all for that press yeah, conference two and couches, all for them to get know? in fights at the press conference and every time every video you would see every single one would be somebody getting hit with either the meanest uppercut the meanest flying knee and then someone <laughs> yes. dropping like one dude instigates but one dude always takes it so over the top me and john would make fun of the one that will hella make that really made us laugh i almost got banned on tiktok for trying to post that that one that one oh yeah so was it the flying knee one right no was, it wasn't the flying oh, the, knee one it was yes it was that so this guy they like tried to shake hands and they shook hands and then he had his no 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 oh for reference by the way for reference by the way he said just like that i threw like a a one-two combo but just like just all hooks just all vengeance it was like a five or six piece they were like in a handshake stance which is a popular street fighting stance to be in because you can kind of like fake someone out fake someone out kind of come over the top and that's exactly what he did because the dude was going for the handshake to engage his hand and that arm is now engaged in something else so then he went over the top and just followed with six punches and puts this guy out on the backstage, it looks like. It wasn't even on set. Even on the main stage. Imagine I was trying to post it to make fun of it. This guy wasn't even on set. He didn't they, make it to the fucking interview. For what? That's what I'm saying. He got literally shut off in the worst way, bare knuckle. For what? For one Instagram clip. And the dude looked after hella guilty. He said... Did I put him out? Yeah, I said, bro. Because you, now you don't have any... Now the fight that you're supposed to make money on... Do they even have the fights? That's what I was so suspicious about. They like, had the fight after they fought? No, no, no. Do oh. they even have those? Do they even have fights? Say, or here, is it just the show is the fight? Here, that would there would be no fight after over there. No. I don't know. But back to that point of the, the... So videos like that were popping up left and right after that. You have the main string of clips, and then there were so many press conference fights. Russians in press conference fights. People in press conference fights. And I don't know. All of a fucking sudden, Mike <laughs> fucking Perry is over there uh, facing off with some big-ass Russian dude. Like, he's the just there. Guy? Like, everyone was like, what is Mike Perry doing there? And he's just there at the same press conference. And then he said, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And then he started throwing. They started throwing. And it's like Mike Perry just wants to be at the center of every combat sports, like, cultural moment like uh, he's like cultural moment okay to him cultural moment but really controversy, controversy. hell of funny to be controversy he literally like he is an absolute character man i really want to use him in ufc4 and just only he's still in the game he's still in the game they haven't put uh, the one thing they did so they're supposed to update the game every tuesday after the pay-per-view if crazy shit happens all they did was put Islam as a champ, five stars, make him overpowered as shit. Still no Pereira. Still no nobody. Still no um <laughs> still no Gamrot. Nobody. Still no Armin Saryukian. Still no Rafael Fiziv. Still no um He put out those on freaking uh a lot of people, dude. A lot freaking Irene Aldana. Like She's not in the game, I thought she is. She might be. You fought with her, I thought. 
She might be. You follow she, her. I think she is. I think they added her. They just got Cheeto in the game after years of him asking. He's been in. He's been on the roster for so. My long. My only guess is there's legal issues with his tattoos. Their tattoos cause so many legal That's issues what in video games. In tattoos, dude. Artists can sue for every tattoo and get royalties on every tattoo unless there's a lot of legal paperwork cleared up. And it's like crazy PJ, how long that process is. It's like takes. DJ that still doesn't have all his tattoos in the game. Because if you people. know, there was a famous case in UFC Undisputed 3 with Carlos Condit. They put his tattoos in My the boy, game. My boy, natural boy killer. He had nothing to do with it. I know. He went and did artist. his thing. His tattoo artist saw that they put his tattoo in Where's the game. Money? And he sued for royalties and he won. And they had to pay him a lot of royalties. And then from then, they're like, no, we're going to have to have paperwork. We're going to have to, like, find... And then a lot of times, they just render fighters without their tattoos. I think to this day, Carlos had doesn't have tattoos. Well... And he has, he's tatted up now. Yeah. And then also, I don't think he fights anymore. I think he kind of retired, like, officially, didn't he? Did he? Um, Let me see, man. I don't know. Carlos strikes me as a guy that... I don't know, man. Let me see. I'm pretty sure he retired. After his last fight against, uh, I former, don't remember. Former, let me see. It says former. I think he did retire. Let's see. Props just, to him, man. He had a great career. Him. Let me just check it out. Make an official. He beat Robbie. Uh, yeah, he retired last month. He retired last month. End of an era. It really like sets in now, right? It's announced that he retired. It's just so crazy how much goes on in this these days. Oh no, not last month, bro. It's twenty twenty one. He beat he beat uh he retired last year. I thought when he lost when he beat, he beat Robbie by the way. You think he beat Robbie? No, his belt. That was one of the greatest fights in UFC history. Yeah, in the history of the middleweight or welterweight division. There are multiple fights that Robbie's been in that could be considered bit like. He was the most entertaining champion. If anybody wonders why I fight the way I do in UFC four, fucking it's Robbie, Robbie Lawler and the phenomenon known as fifth round Lawler. Fifth round Robbie. Fifth round. Fifth round, fifth round Ro- Lawler. My bad. Fifth round Robbie. Yeah, no, you're this right. guy. He would be four, three rounds. And he'd start strong, and then in the third and fourth, sometimes he'd start to waver. And for some reason, in the fifth, when he knew he could win the judges, when he knew he can go and like break them, he just, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. just dude, fin- just crazy. He would have another gear. Great, crazy perseverance, dude. Like just, he's winging high ah. kicks at Carlos Condit at the I, end of the no, fight. No, no, okay, we're against Rory, mostly against Rory. Against the Wolf, Rory one was Wolf. crazy because his lip was wide open. It was dude. tore open. It was a V. He literally like if your lip, like. It was another tear in his lip. Like, his lip became another lip. It's crazy, man. His fights were so entertaining. Imagine, you shouldn't fight like that because you get damaged, right? I mean, look what happened after a couple of fights. He ran out the Woodley's oh right hand. And the Barbarina one made me so sad when he got TKO'd by Barbarina. How about him getting put out cold by uh, Tyron? Tyron, that, that's what you said. Oh! That was so crazy. Because you just, I forgot what fight he had just fought before. It was like a crazy, like, I think it was a Condit one. or No. McDonald. Was it Rory? It was one of those crazy wars. It was, yes. It was. And he had been off for a while with an injury or something like that. And he comes back. and then That's Woodley. why they do interim so quick now, man. Because they don't want to hold it up for so long. And then Especially they Tyron was waiting for the title shot. He's I'm going to wait. Facts. So and finally, like, right, you'll fight Robbie. And he's like, Bro, that was, that was the peak of Tyron for sure. Like, if anybody wants to know what the peak of Tyron Woodley looks at or looks like, you go look at the Robbie Lawler Pre-Usman. Fight. 
Yes, pre no, the decline started right around the time where Usman came along. But um That's crazy shit. Prime Woodley was Robbie Lawler. Starts with Robbie Lawler. Starches him one. Okay, get the title. Wonder Boy twice. Wonder Boy at his peak gives him two of the hardest fights of his he career. He drops him and Wonder Boy's never been dropped to that point in the UFC. He's dropped him in both fights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And keeps his belt. It's crazy because the judges kind of fucked up the first decision, in my opinion. Me too. I, I, it was a draw, right? It was right? a majority draw. Yeah, it shouldn't have been but a draw. he kept his belt. It was so weird. So we get the second fight. Much more stagnant of a fight. Cautious of a fight. But he so wins he it. Still, still rocks, knocks him down. Yeah, still knocks him down. And uh, Darren Till. Darren Till, the young up-and-comer. Up and All comer, the hype train behind him was insane coming oh, into that dude, fight. Oh, dude. He was unprecedented. And he was the first Patty Pimblet. Like, yeah, that was literally. Yeah. Like, Ooh. he had England crazy. And John crazy. Sorry. Dude, I was a big Darren Till fan for Me too. sure. Me too. And Who then we were it? like, Woodley, bro, this is his biggest test. The young lion. And he says, came in dropped, dropped him, him Darce to the ground. Yeah, Darce got his black belt in the in the octagon it was just an absolute perfect performance dominance like you know that's what happens like the and veteran versus the young guy he started having the shoulder issues he started having the shoulder issues he went on joe rogan he said you know man right now i can't like when i try to throw it feels like a light bulb cracking and my arm goes out that was the Oh, and I heard that. I was like, that's not good, man. That is the wear and tear that you hear because he's the old, like he wrestled for years. wrestling injuries. And then he had, US, he's in MMA for a long time, a strike force for a long time. And then did he fight Damian Maya for the title or did, was that like a championship fight? I thought they fought each other. Mm, Damian Maya. He might've fought Maya. If I remember, Everybody forgets the fights against be, Maya. Because because because, that was like a, one of those fights where Dana got pissed at him. Yeah. You could have finished him multiple times and you didn't. He he threw one of some of the least strikes in championship history. Mm-hmm. I think that fight, a lot of people got they mad at that. They compared those that performance to uh, when Anderson fought. Uh, who was it? Not Vitor, Thiago Alves. Alves and Anderson fought and, Maya. Nobody wants to fight Damian Maya and go into his uh, submissions. Oh man, yeah. Woodley's had a rough go of it in the last four. You know, but he did fight Maya. Beat Maya. That was the one fight we didn't mention before Darren Till. I remember that one. <laughs> but that comeback. That's where that stuff came from when I told you. My brother was like, oh, Damian Maya with his family more instead of the training footage and <laughs> all all his all family stuff, he's going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, right? He called it a lot of times. huh? Listen, man. Some of the really hungriest champions just never stop working. I hope Leon Edwards doesn't stop working, man. I really want him to retain the belt. There's obviously a way for Leon to retain the belt by decision. He has to be a lot more active. He has to train like an absolute demon. Demon on like, the ground. Like dude, that. like you have to train like a wrestler five days a week. All takedown defense, all shooting, all just suffering in the rooms. Just It's really tough. Like neither you or me want to ever get near that shit. It's the toughest thing a human has to do. And to beat Usman, I think he's doing that. Or in the wrestling room? He's just getting in the wrestling. Just MMA. No, I don't know. I remember the wrestlers come in. They used to laugh at the football players because we complain about, like, lifting a little. They're like, huh, we have to do, like, 200, like, everything. And then we have to go in the the, the mat room. And then another, like, two hours of just... Remember Gerald? All they do is work Remember hard. Gerald yeah. did, like, a semester or two of fucking wrestling after football? Did he? Yeah. He's like, dude. <laughs> 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 they 
all they do is work and it's all about keeping up this at least baseline of a pace where your body is absolutely tuned to endure and if if leon can get to that point because i'm saying he'd be he put i don't him know down how what is his stamina the, like was his stamina waning he put him down again leon was still there he was putting he was active bro he, he was just striking. He, he was just it was tough because he was getting wrestled a lot by Usman, and that's obviously draining. It's obviously made him a lot tired. So when he got to the end, the knockout was so incredible. But if he works harder than he did for this title fight, then there's a chance he could last with Usman, last with the pace, try to stuff the takedown, stay far away, and he keeps the belt. He could do it. If Usman starts to get him to the ground, though, and make him get up more than a couple times around, it might be It's over. Yeah, I'm... And Usman will ride that to a decision. He won't let him up. Decision or he'll get, let him get up and because he's hella tired and just put him down with his hands. He'll probably try to go for the ground ground TKO or something like that or submission maybe. Usman can submit people. But we've only really seen him. I think he only got a rear naked choke once. Yeah, he's not the like, much wait, of a submission yeah, artist. Like, he's think. more of the wrestler. So he'll try to ground and pound. But we need to see, man. I think there's a path for both of them. But that's the big fight. You know what the big fight is next month, though? Stylebender. Stylebender versus Botan, man. <sighs> November 12th. Um, Wait, man. what? It's on November 12th. So there's a good chance you might be able to see it. If you don't get your passport, of course. Yeah. Or even if I do, I might just be like, baby, baby. I remember I'm like if he wins I'm gonna scream Potan <laughs> so loud it's so goddamn I should uh, up so hard. you I'm just said I'm gonna don't <laughs> sorry that's me stretching <laughs> literally lets out a bear scream freaking but yeah if you scream Potan in a plane some people are gonna get scared heck of people are gonna get like <laughs> oh my god he said bomb <laughs> yeah straight oh up oh my god I heard bomb please Security. Yeah, no. Like, hell no. Let's not have you get arrested over the UFC. Um, I said Potan, bro. Look, he landed. I said he landed a bomb over right hand. Oh, oh, did oh, you, see? oh. you just say it again, and yeah. then they just tackle you. When'd you say a bomb over right hand? Bomb over right hand. <laughs> bomb over. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> yeah, man. When I went on the plane to Canada, like I, when I get on planes, bro. What's just what, mind my business? What airline did you fly? If you don't mind, United. Anything? It's fine. Two hour flight. A flight Flew to Me- Spirit. Oh, you went on Spirit. Yeah, because I let. <laughs> no offense, Andy. I love you, but we. She picked the airline, and the most Spirit thing happened, dude. You know, someone got drunk and started hollering at the stewardess and like, getting hit in the head. Like, funny. it was a racist. Then it was just like a whole. Oh my god! And, and, really? and just to make it funny enough, it was the person right behind us. So like, you know, everyone's just like, so right. <laughs> And then to make it funny, there was some like white dude next to me who was just like looking at me like just like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like I don't know. You wanted to like get the courage up to say something. Yeah, you're like, I'm not giving you no courage, bro. Yeah, he just looked at me he's like he's like, Yeah, bro, if you get out of hand, you were you were to do something like, like that, look, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, nah, oh bro. God. I'm over here just getting anxiety. Wait, what are you signing me up for with yeah, this look? Bro. I'm over here just getting anxiety because like, what the fuck? The dude's right there, be yelling behind me, fucking, and he's just like, you know. And I'm just like, oh my fucking god! And the white dude's just like, wait, how did it start? So they started serving because it. So I guess somebody. So at first, 
it started off with like they already had it started off on bad terms with them because as soon as he came onto the flight, apparently not supposed to come with like alcohol open. So he oh, came onto the flight. Sign, so he yeah. came onto the flight already and was sitting in a seat and they're like not supposed to have like you just sat down. You we didn't serve you that. You can't have it open. He's like, well, I didn't know. Like, no, no, I just paid for it outside. Well, he's like, well, you have to finish it or like you know throw it away. And then so after that, it was fine. We're flying. Nah, 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 nah. They start serving shots, and I guess some uh, flight attendant had served them, and, like sold them a little bottle, and then when the cor- and they didn't tell the lady with the carts, so the lady with the carts started going by, and they saw he had a little bottle, and they're like, "Not supposed to have alcohol." No, like start a whole scene. He's like, "Why are you giving me?" Like he started getting mad. <laughs> He's like, "Why are you giving me all the shit?" No, 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 no. I just bought this from one of your stewards too. Like you know, getting heck of mad. And she's like, "Well, I didn't know." Like you know, like, you fucking carry it. Like you know, I started turning. Oh, like, oh my you know, was, like, god! A whole thing, dude. <laughs> And then she's like, I'm, she's like, apologize to me. She's like, because I didn't oh, know. She's like, no. I wasn't being racist. She's like, I didn't know. She's like, it's not my fault. One of my she's like, I didn't know. It wasn't my she fault. One of my apologize to me. I'm not being racist. It's not one of my. It's not my fault. She one said, of my staff clear my members. Name around everyone. One, it's not my fault. One of my staff members they didn't tell me they sold you alcohol before I passed with I passed down with the court. They're not supposed to do that. And then. Um, he's like, I'm sorry if I got a little loud, you know, no, 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 no. like he started podcast because he was drunk, you know, because he already, you know, he was already <laughs> from his drink and then, oh, it was just, you know, he apologized kind of out from there. Yeah. After, but then it was like, you know, what's your name? What's your name? She refused. Oh, what got him so worked up was she refused to give him his name. She's like, what's your full name? Cause it just says like the one, like just Anne or whatever, like, uh-huh. like Steve, John, whatever. It doesn't say your last name. He's like, I want your full name. She's like. I feel unsafe saying it in front of everybody. If you look on the flight manifest, you can see my name on there, and you can see. And, then, uh, and she's like, "You can see my first name. You'll see my last name on there." And he's like, "No!" He's like, oh my that, god, dude. bro! People just ego yeah. trying to win the yeah. argument, man. And then it's when you're stuck down. in a plane like that, it's almost that like everything's heightened. Your adrenaline, you're flying, and you're just making it hard for everybody, bro. Yeah. What's your name, bro? Yeah, it's just so annoying. Making a whole scene, but it was. Yeah, it worked. Like you know, they worked it out, I guess. And then yeah, they were fine. That's good. At least you didn't end up with the viral. Never flying spirit again, though. That's hilarious, man. I've flown it too once. It's very much. What also, you pay I, for. I uh, on the topic of sorry to cut you off. I fucking hate airports. Airports are kind of tough, man, to deal with. What, what don't What don't you like about them? All of them are different. And yeah, different. different. San Diego, San Diego ones. Fuck you're going, right? San Diego ones just fucking circle with all the terminals. All of it. There's no oh, like. It's horrible. That's tough. I, I mean, like every it. airport I've been to, there's an end, so that would fuck. There's with circles, me. dude. It's just like the uh, different terminals. There's all like, there's always hella people inside. Like in other airports, there's like at least a chill area where there's not hella people. There's like a flight that hasn't landed, dude. They have just when you go on a peak day. You know, when I got back to SFO on a peak day, bro. Oh, dude, it was terrible. Yeah, peak days are terrible. Horrible, dude. I hated it. I you can't stop walking. Yeah. You can't, there's no chill area to sit down or just relax. You can get to your gate. You might be able to. That's why we. the policy I've always gone on is we get there hella early. Whenever I travel with people, whenever I travel with my folks, it's uh, they've always told me just get there hella early before the crowd. It works, but... Man, sometimes you can't control it when you land someplace, and it's just what the fuck. So you went to uh, Canada recently, right? Oh, oh man, Canada, yeah, it's an interesting place, man. You know, I feel like it gets a bad rap because everyone's so politically charged these days. 
right and so of course everyone has their say about like what an international country is or what what's their relation to our country and all this shit but i like to go places with an objective view and that was the first place i've been to besides mexico um that was international and very european more of a european feel than here obviously on the metric system up there first thing i noticed um everything's pretty streamlined everything's pretty cool it's very western civilization it's very uh familiar it's very um did you have to convert your money i did have to convert the money they have a canadian dollar we got more money for a dollar yeah how much Um, was it a lot more like it's 25 cents a dollar you get Uh, okay okay so you get if i if i give you a u.s dollar you got a dollar 25 yeah so as it adds up it actually could save you some money yeah you're like and uh yeah it kind of led to me buying a little more shit than i needed but um, that never hurt. That man. never hurt. You know, I can give out souvenirs. I'm gonna give Coach David that chocolate. Got Riley his hickory hickory sticks. Hickory sticks. I can't even. There's a lot of French, as you see. There's everything's in French up there as well. So you have English, Mandarin, and French as the main three languages. Um, at least in Vancouver, because there's a very big Asian population there. It's very uh, diverse. Very cool place. Um, there was wildfires from Washington, so it's a little smoggy while we were up there. But oh damn. It's all good, though. Besides that, it's a really cool city. I enjoyed it. Um, very Bay Area feel. Very dense. Like, I was stayed in the downtown. But there's different parts of the area. We only saw a couple parts. It's only a two-hour flight. I'd go up there for a weekend if there's, like, a UFC or something there. UFC Vancouver. They do have a couple of those, don't they? Bro, there's a... Yeah, the BC Place is there. It's a giant stadium. While we were there, where I was just looking. I was like, bro, there's a giant stadium here. It's for their AF, uh, CFL team plays. Hope they have one before me. That'd be cool. I'll go to. Hopefully, they have one in Canada. I'd be, I'd be down. I haven't been to Seattle yet, but that's obviously a place you can yeah, go as well. Seattle just but Canada, you know, their healthcare <laughs> doesn't cost an arm and a leg. I think it's social healthcare. And um, obviously, with all those, you could also do the private route. So there's two different ways to do it. I think private would be the way. I prefer private. Right. If you could do that. But it's, again, speaking to that, it's expensive there. It's probably the most expensive spot in Canada because it's like their West Coast. It's very, there's a lot of big companies there. Microsoft has a campus there. A lot of companies. But um, interesting. Very interesting. It was crazy because we got there and at first our room wasn't ready. And then they're like, we're going to move you to this room. And we got to this room and then the drain didn't work in the shower. Like the water was not pulling up yes so they're like and they're like we're gonna move you again to floor 19 and so we had a high-rise floor with a great view it was pretty that's what you posted that instagram story sometimes i wake up with vertigo i swear to god though (laughs) i felt like i wasn't used to waking up at that level just uh, sea level cane but it was we were at sea level too it was just the fact that i was on 19 floors up i was like but it was cool man um it's crazy because when you get used to barrier food you become a tough critic of food there's only a couple places that we liked it's kind of crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but, and also, the really good restaurants there. It's French food. A lot of people say French food isn't really the best. You know, it's a lot of English food influence there as well because uh. it's British Columbia. So there's a lot of fish and chips and things like that. But that was good. That was all right. Um, but the um, the um, good restaurants, they said, were in an area. It's crazy because this town is very clean. Every Everything's cool. But then you have an area that's very affected negatively. A lot of um, homeless situations. That's what you were talking vagrancy, about. Vagrancy. And it's on this area known as East Hastings. And it's just crazy. Hastings? And that's you You sent me a video on TikTok of some really bad, bad shit going on on that street. Uh, and it's just crazy because it's just kind of like this. 
area nobody wants to like go to and stuff but it's still like a huh like acknowledge acknowledged even too and so that's like you know that gets into the public issues of canada as well and how they were gonna how they're gonna deal with that um it's crazy because obviously if like you're trying to first move there and the only place you're gonna live is east of hastings and in japantown and all those areas that's rough it's hard to deal with right but this is in any place and you have to like it's just part of like traveling you learn what the good and bad parts are um so i acknowledged it i was pretty i was like happy that they drove us through because i remember all the youtubers like i'm not gonna film that so i'm not making any profit or doing anything for like to profit off of their situation so all the youtubers didn't want to show it but then when we saw it i was like okay it really sets in yeah and it's nothing it it, i have seen tent cities like it here in the bay area so it didn't shock me but it did it was interesting right i was like okay this is obviously a problem for them too and so you have human situations everywhere um here in the u.s and in North America, it's a lot of just inequality situations. Very top and very bottom. It's crazy. Um, but it gives you it gives you perspective for sure. Um, there's a girl I have follow on Twitter. We used to go to school with her. I'll tell you after. But she works in crypto, and um, she there was like some crypto conference in Bogota, Colombia and um she went there and then she was like seeing like how the crypto people were just basically armoring themselves with like juggernaut armed security and like convoy vans over there hella scared because of just the criminal presence that is yeah so i'm saying like oh in bogota colombia like what happened they all get armed like that's that's, yeah and then she's like saying and then she's seeing like people beg on the streets and this and that and she had like a breakdown she said she's tweeting about it and just like how the reality hit her of like there's such inequality still and she's like you know it's just crazy because there's a lot of young people out there getting into really cool stuff but then you see still these lingering problems and um that comes with travel that comes with work when you go travel any places perspective hits you so i think it's good for people i think it's good to get more perspective and during with travel and stuff like that definitely for sure opens your eye makes you look at everything from a different angle obviously a different perspective you know yeah man it's uh it's good to get out of your your place the comfort sure. zone yeah traveling is one that does that and then while and while you're in a good zone while you're at home it's good to like do things that put you out of your comfort zone as well for sure you're gonna be pretty soon out of your way out of your comfort zone here do you feel like talking about it on the podcast not yet not yet not yet we'll leave it at that we'll leave it for the members of the group that don't know for the, if we have for like, the ones that know no i'm not really gonna be out of my comfort zone i'll be i'll be good that's what i like to hear that's good you know man um let's see how long are we in here we could let's let's do this let's try to find that fight and we'll watch him we'll watch the fight we'll wrap up with that well we can see what the rest of the day is gonna go on with sounds good it's good food after this too man because honestly i want to try the new chipotle there's some new like steak oh man not chipotle no i'm down for it i'm down for it Let's go and pick it up, though. I don't like doing mobile orders. Oh, wow. I found like it on the first try. I like Let's doing go. mobile order. Let's go. I found it on the first try, man. Am I wrong for not liking human interaction sometimes? I'm sorry. No, sometimes it's fine. You just, you know, interact with people you love, man, and then you can interact with everybody else. So, walkouts. Mofo. He's a mofo. Piotr. (laughs) 
it's working. All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and. The one thing I will say, I know I've been having like a kind of negative reaction, or like you could kind of say there's negative overall things to say about Sean O'Malley, but man, we're being so young. This motherfucker can really hang with a top. Like I still consider championship young, level. Young out of Arizona, bro. Just real grind. I, he was set. A I wasn't before this fight. I didn't think he was taking it serious. Like the fight game, I kind of thought he was just like he, he trains a gear. lot. All he does think. is train and stream. I didn't know that. Well, the only video know. game time is I when he streams. I don't follow him. I don't know anything about him. So I don't I'm see him, like, dude. He doesn't party like he smokes. He smokes. And that's what keeps him, you know, just doing his own thing, focusing on training. Look at this dude. Yeah, he's a killer, man. I've, I I gained a lot of respect for him after this. All right, so here we go. First round. I hope he can beat Aljo, man. If he works on his ground game more, Piotr's not the worst wrestler, man. I mean, he found Magomed Magomedov. He's a monster. That's what I'm saying. He's been through the been through all that with wrestling. This is and a very high level. And he found Aljamain twice. Such a high level fight, man. Like in terms of the implications, I'll, like Piotr has been through it all. The fact that O'Malley had to bring something so different here. So these are where the leg kicks are starting to pick the up, right? The leg kicks and then the fucking length. That he so has. he's starting to pick up leg kick numbers by these stabbing oblique kicks. Is Piotr. So that's where I see some of the numbers are going to come from, I feel like. Again, knowing what the judge's decision was, we have to consider what are they looking for in this fight. They're probably looking for what do the actions do. They're looking at almost like a one championship type of way. What is the overall outcome of everything on the fight? Not points. And it's weird because they're still on a fucking 30-point system. What is the system then? Hmm. Piotr. That was a that was that was a left hand, left hand. What were you gonna say? I have no idea, Bobby man. Kick. I'm so sucked into this fight. No low kick. So they're trying to match each other right now. Strike for strike. Oh, Piotr always starts off slow in the first round. Yes, acknowledging that, but. Man, that really worked to his detriment in this fight because it's only a three-round fight, you know? He likes to download info. Ooh, right so that there. was clean, man. The fact that he could land this clean on Piotr really surprised me. That's a body kick. So his pace is where all these low kicks, body kicks. He's Muay Thai. He's going to be throwing this all the time. As he's putting him against the fence here, O'Malley's actually throwing back. He's throwing back a lot of volume to him too. More low, yeah. He gets a lot of low kicks in the first round. Piotr. He did land a couple of body kicks as well. Yeah, and so responds to O'Malley's. If he keeps that up this whole fight, I could see why he had like upwards of like. Oh, that's where we got the first takedown. His first attempt. I'm not sure if he actually gets him down. He does get him down. I think he gets him. He gets up. Pretty I think he quick. separates on this one. Pretty sure he picks him up and he slams him. Oh, you're right. You're right. There might be another sequence. Ooh, another left hand. Durinho, man. 
That left hand was the first one that landed for Jan. I saw it, the mark immediately on O'Malley. The first time I watched it and this fight, I was like, you can immediately see him when he lands. Oh, that was a nice left. left. He's trying nice to come left. over the top with his left hand. Ooh. Oh, that oblique kick. He caught him there. Yeah, I, he felt that in his knee for sure. This was the there first was time the we him, yeah. Let's see. He has him down. There's some control time. Control time. He'll, I think he might keep him down for the rest of the round here. Interesting. So O'Malley's had, had a really active guard here. And he's trying to get his leg out. There he is, back to his feet. And separate. O'Malley, man, see, that's what it is. They're looking at what does Jan do with these takedowns. And he never got out of guard in the first round. O'Malley got back up both times. Another left hand from Sean. Boom! Oh, that was a clean one too. Never mind. Jan has the position on him the whole fight, but it's the actions that the judges were looking for what it led to. Wow, I completely f forgot about that. He had his. Eh, he only got it for a second. Really insignificant. But the fact that he took a shot and got to his back for a second, impressive. I want to see this round. So the first round I gave to Sean, and I'll still, I'll still give it to Sean. I'll give that one to Sean. Yeah. And now let's see the second. That's where Young comes out with the fury. So he comes out quick with more of the same thing. Sean O'Malley, good stuff. Oh, so this way he rocks him. Stumbles Hit him, him again. Another another one. And oh, he dropped him to a knee. Interesting. Now this next one. Yeah, but look at the counter he lands. He's going to counter him bad here. So Piotr reaching. Oh! It looked like he went down, but... He took him down. No, but because he was holding on to him, though. I was like <laughs> saying, if he wasn't holding on to him, he would have gone down. But look at how much he's still in guard. Still gets back to guard. He's not there, though. Oh, he's fine. Mm. That was a nasty... That was Piotr's biggest shot. And it came after he was rocked. Immediately after. Right after. He recovered on the feet and knocked, knocked him back. Then took him down in the scramble. Maybe it would have made a better sense for him to stay standing with Sean. Try to knock him out. Oh, Sean. <laughs> Submission attempts. Not really that 
not really that high percentage with Jan stacking him up so much. More scramble. There's the get up. Good knee. Stomping the toes. <laughs> Yawns around everything. Does he get him again here? Right hand and then he slipped. Oh, I forgot about the Muay Thai yeah, trip. Yeah, that little trip. Let me try to get it back. Yeah. Yeah, the trip was impressive, and if it was Muay Thai, they would have scored that. But man, the thing is, they weren't. They were looking really for. What are they doing with the takedown? Body kick. If he rocks Piotr again in this round, I could see why he won. But I don't think that happens. I think it's... Oh, shit. See, he's still keeping him against the fence a lot, though. Mm. Pretty sure Jan, that we unanimously agree that he won in the second round. If I'm not mistaken, he wins the second round. Don't go out. It's crazy because Jan has him on the numbers a lot. Doesn't he get outstruck by O'Malley at the end of it, though? At the end of it, he only O'Malley only outstruck him on a significant strikes because of how much he's moving him with this with the punches that he's landing. Mm. If he gets the takedown, let's see. Honestly, I would give Jan this round. Let's say, benefit of the doubt, and give Jan this one. This is, yeah, this is, oh. this is Jan's round. Yeah, he won this round. So right now, Jan basically took down O'Malley. He's been having him down in control. And he's going to finish this round on top, on top position. So, 1-1. One, one. Going into the third. Oh, let's see, look. Look. Closely. You go back right here. Yeah, he was gonna go down, man. He he was close. I'll give you that. That not wasn't holding on to them right here, right there. He would have gone down. That's all I want is just a yes. Yes, he was close. To, he was close okay. to going down because he did it. He did. He oh, dude, he that's funny. Up. You see, he Boxing. slapped him. That was sick. Yeah. He throws a slap in. All right, way too far. 
Right there, he just decides to open hand him while he can. Stockton slap. Yeah, for sure O'Malley stock goes up after this either way. I mean, you said that like, they're the same thing. That's They're in the same point in the fight. What do you mean? You said the same thing at the, at the exact same no, moment in the third round. You said oh, either way, O'Malley stock goes up all the way. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> that's funny. All I do is agree, man. I agree. Not in that point. In that point. When does the knee come? That's the that's the thing. So let's see how this round is leading up to it. Jabs. If you're going by the simple basis of who else, who I rock to, it's already two to one because of the knee, I guess. We're gonna find out. More leg kicks, more low kicks. There was a lot of them. Both of these guys with a lot of leg kicks, high trading pace. low kicks. Trying to slow them, trying to slow each other down. Yeah. Let's see. Kyoto's body kicks are definitely making Sean move. Well, he didn't want with the forearm on those. His job has been working this round. Oh! Mm. Get him here? Nope. Wow. Oh, oh. Oh, yep. That was a big moment. He really backed him up. Piotr's a beast. Oh. Yeah, Piotr was marching before. Now he backed him up a couple of times. Oh, that right there. Back with Jan. Oh. That's a good punch from Jan. That was a big high kick. Made him shoot immediately. That's crazy. <laughs> Friggin' Felder. Oh, man. Fun back. See if, I think Piotr gets him down again here. Oh, he dropped for a guillotine. Maybe that's what he thought he messed up. Yeah, so he's looking for wrist control. Even Felder said it. He said it's even on the feet right now. I just think, man, Piotr didn't do enough with the grappling. Yeah, he didn't do really do much. He just had him down and held him down. He really even tried for any submissions. Mm. The only time he did try ground and pound was on that first, the first couple. Yeah. 
That was a good combo by Jan, but they they both exchanged there? Yeah, I think so. Go back. They dodge. They landed at the same time. That's crazy. Yeah, his grappling man in this fight was really good. Defensive grappling was really good by O'Malley. Jan's yeah, eye just looks nastier than it was, but it it's a Canelo. <laughs> what do you mean? Just the <laughs> the first glance, hella funny. Because his beard is red with blood now. Yes, hella funny. Oh, he tried that takedown again. I remember that. I was like, did you really just lose the fight on that? Should have. Looking for triangle. No triangle. Guto punches. Hmm. The last round, I can see why the judges gave it to fucking O'Malley. That's two to one. I don't. You don't give it to him? Nope. It's okay. Because that last round is what it came down to. And damn, bro. Let's see if it's worth it. Letting O'Malley win and using Yawn. Uh, if he leaves, bro, that's going to be a big thing. Well, brother, that was a dope episode. We talked about a lot. That was fun. That was yeah. lit, dude. I'm glad we got to get back in here, talk about some video games, talk about life, you know, what's going on. Um, that's the beer story is still hella funny, bro. Are you a Karen? Oh, yeah. <sighs> Craziness, man. Yeah, people are... I think that's the last thing we should end on, that people are just worked up around the world right now. Everybody's worked up, so you just got to be a step more kind to people. And that's going to help everybody out at the end of the day. I agree. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and end it with that. Let's call Thanks it, man. Thanks for talking to me, Steve. No problem, We'll get brother. you back in here soon, bro. Inshallah, we'll get brother. a third in here as well soon. Oh, we need to. Hell yeah. Yes. Yalla. Yalla. Don't, 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 don't.